Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Happy Friday. We're coming to you live today for, on a Friday morning from my pad, and I'm here with the wonderful, handsome Tim Poma. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy. How are you this morning? I'm good. Grab your coffee. Cuddle up. It's a gray day, June gloom here in in Mendocino County, California. And I just want to give a shout out to all of the people who have downloaded last week's podcast called Let Them. If you haven't heard it, go back. We averaged about 60 a day, and I was really, really happy. So I just want to say we appreciate you guys so much, and I appreciate you listening, downloading the podcast, and helping us build our numbers uh, very, very, very cool. So, anyway, super cool. I have super cool. I feel like life is a whirlwind, and I know this is a repetitive statement, but I finally have narrowed down why life is moving so fast. We what? moved slow for two years. Pandemic yes. made us move slow. It made us not sit in traffic. It made us not wait in line at a grocery. Like there was no. It was like this smooth, like slow flow. And now it, that's not our case anymore. We are literally living 150 miles an hour. Everybody I talk to, it's not just, you know, me and you. <laughs> but I've never yeah, down no. to that. We're in different times. I definitely, I definitely feel like it's about 150 miles per hour, maybe even 200 miles per hour sometimes. I mean, I was up till 12 o'clock last night working on things okay. so I could prepare for this weekend. And it's like, just keep going. Just keep going. You'll sleep eventually is what I keep telling myself, but I'm really looking forward to, like, actual sleep one of these days. It's going to be nice. I can already tell. (laughs) I can say with much experience that – and I don't say sleep is overrated because I think sleep is underrated. Like, I think sleep is important, but I think our bodies go through cycles of sleep where – like, you're motivated right now to do things, and you can operate on four and five hours of sleep, and then – Suddenly, you're like, right now, my jam, without gummies, without any help going to sleep, I have been sleeping eight or nine hours a night. And I am always wake up, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, somebody called me at five in the morning the other morning, and I'm, they're like, well, you're always up at five. I'm like, that's not my jam anymore. Like, I'm kind of a 6.30 to 7 girl. And so it was very cool that my body is just kind of doing its own thing, and I don't have to push it or prod it in any way. Unless I get insomnia again, but I just haven't. It's been very cool. Well, insomnia is I'm well, I'm very happy for you because insomnia yeah. is the worst. Like absolutely the worst. Oh my goodness. Um, so happy you know, Father's Day. Past the point to all the people. I hope everybody had a great weekend. How was Sierra Nevada? Sierra Nevada was amazing. I actually started off at the Urchin Festival, which if, for those of you who, who don't know what that is, it's a festival that is an educational um, piece on the sea urchin overpopulation and how they're taking over and killing all the bull kelp. And uh, wow. we should definitely be out there harvesting those things. Uh, it was delicious, eating it right off out of the shell off the beach, which is really cool. We harvested them. We had a beautiful five-course meal prepared by master chefs. It was a really delightful thing. And then after that, then I went to Sierra Nevada and had so much fun. It was such a such a 
could experience so much good energy. I was like running off of like three hours of sleep and I was felt alive. So that's yeah, the best it looked part. like a very good vibe. I saw a lot of, a lot of Instagram stories, you know, from a lot of you guys who went. And, uh, it's not really my bag to go to festivals anymore. I don't know why. I just stopped. I, I mean, I feel like I went to a concert Saturday night at, in Hopland. Petty Fest. It was like a, they're like a Tom oh, yeah. Petty cover band. It they're was great. lovely. I had a fabulous time. I was the designated driver, and everybody was hammered, and it was <laughs> so fun. Because I was just like tripping on the way people evolve uh, as they drink, you know, <laughs> as they go into their motion, what the actual alcohol does to a person. And I think if you're sober, you have to be in the right mindset to be around people. And my friends just happen to be extremely funny. They're very comical people. I like to surround myself with funny people. And so I was belly laughing all night and we didn't get home till shoot. 1.30 in the morning, and we still, and then I, we got back to the lake, because that's where they were, they were staying, and I was driving them, and the first thing I did was walk in and have a shot, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm good, good night. <laughs> walk <in. laughs> that's but, awesome. uh, haven't really been drinking much, but, but uh, that's because my body's just simply saying, not now. Yeah, no, I think, you know, that's a, an awesome life choice to make, is not doing it, you know, um, you just feel so much better. You get more work done. I mean, a hundred percent. I definitely was not sober this weekend. I was at this <laughs> event. I I was tasting sakis that were like sixteen <laughs> years old because there was a sake pairing at this festival. I was drinking very very expensive sake, and I I've, wow. I've never tasted such good sake. And the there was this guy. His name was Carrie who's from Japan and he's worked in the sake industry for like 20 years. And so he's up there talking about it and he has so much passion for it. He was just kind of funny and jovial. And he's like, this one is very special, <laughs> you know, like, and they were, they were amazing. So I, yeah, I'm not a big not... sake fan. So I'd be curious to know the difference in taste because it's the taste for oh, me that makes it hard. There is, there was a wide array of taste from that sixteen bottle, sixteen dollar bottle that you buy at Oko time to yeah. what you're getting there. It was it was so good. So I have a newfound love for sake, but obviously I don't know where I'd even find those sake that you buy. <laughs> Japan Town in San Francisco. Uh, yeah, yeah totally. I feel like you know I think that it, what's interesting about the partying and not partying and, and, and I just think it's where you take it in your life. Like if it overtakes your life, if it severs uh, friendships, if it causes trauma for someone else, or like you have to look at the picture of where does it fit. And I think festivals and like, you know, concerts, places where you're out having fun, you have a safe driver or a safe way home or you're staying like, Enjoy it. Your body's going to tell you yay or nay on this. Like, that's what I've learned through the years is my body's like, oh, no, 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 no. Or your body's like, you got this. You can have another glass. You can, you know. Totally. It's interesting how alcohol serves our, our, our sociability. And, you know, it's the people that sit home and drink by themselves that I worry about. Yeah, 100%. You know. Uh, a glass of wine, I think whatever. That... But, I mean, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing, but drinking a fifth of vodka in the evening or something yeah. like that, or finish polishing off a 12-pack of beer in the evening, uh, you know, by yourself, 
Sending love out there. Led you in the hospital. Led you in the hospital. So, okay. Totally. So you had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. I'm off to another great weekend. I am leaving oh, on a jet plane today at 3 o'clock and getting down to L.A. for the weekend. I'll be back in time for concert in the park. But uh, me and my little chef, wow. have a very special uh, weekend. We're going to do the Vanderpump Rules Jam. Like, we're going to Tom Tom for dinner. We're going to a podcast live. I mean, it's really going to be a good weekend. I'm super excited. That's amazing. That is super amazing. Yeah. I I am preparing this weekend to go to the Benbo Summer Music and Arts Festival. Oh, I love Benbo. That'll be fun. Be, An art festival, too? Yes, yes. And I'm bringing my coloring books to sell. I, I built a beautiful rack for them, and um, oh I'm going to have them all set up. I hope that I can sell them all, which would be amazing. That means I have 120 of them. That'd be so cool. I am rooting for you in all ways of your life because I think that you and I are both now in a place where we have looked at all of the angles and say, where do I really want to go with this? You know, I've been working on behind the scenes stuff. I won't share until it's ready because I just don't want to be that person that says, okay, I'm working on this and then it never manifests. But I am working on a couple of behind the scenes stuff. And um, I feel like when you're working on things like that, like what I'm working on, what you're working on, the coloring book stuff, if it's bringing you the joy and the bliss and it lights you up when you talk about it and you're excited, like you're doing the right thing, even if you don't see the 1.5 million in sales that are coming at the end of this road, right? Like that's my goal. But I just love that you and I sort of over the last six months have osmosisly evolved into this isn't my only gig. I'm going to expand. I'm going to do things that are going to light me up, bring me joy, and make me money. So, yeah, 100%. I've been really focused on the passive income uh, aspect yeah. of things recently. And, you know, the Zen and Z's YouTube channel is now at 314 subscribers. So I'm 31.4% of the way there, which is great. Come That's on, 50, people. 000. I told you last week, get out there. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, it has 50,000 hours of watch time, um, which That's is amazing. Cool. Like, kid from Ukiah set up a channel, you right. know, and, like, has the world is seeing it. It's very exciting. The coloring book, uh, setting up my Etsy store with all my art. So it's just available. So hard. Like, people have no idea how much work goes into these types of projects. I do. I do. And I mean... I could sit down and think, okay, I'm going to allot an hour for this, and I'll be there three hours. And a lot of it, we have to self-train ourselves, or we have to pay $1,500 for a course to teach us how to do it. So if you're self-training, and I'll tell you people, anybody can can self-train because YouTube makes it possible. Oh, my God. I love it. Everything. Everything. You want to do this? Go to YouTube and put it in the search. Uh, it's a it's a great platform for learning and and processing and, and and taking the necessary steps to get your projects off the off the floor. Interesting. Anyway, we're jabbering, but I, I about... love the idea that we're both like moving towards it. And I encourage people to really like don't quit your day job, but also add what lights me up. What am I doing? That's going to light me up. If I had to choose a profession or something to do for the rest of my life, what would that be? 
and then just put a little bit of energy towards those things weekly and they'll manifest. They absolutely will. I think it's important to see what, what lights you up, what brings you the joy. I mean, my day job's great. I see a lot of people, but how much joy is it telling people you owe $7,000? Oh my gosh. Not so much. Not so much. I can imagine that's a real crappy part of your day sometimes, but when you save them thousands of dollars or when you, you know, they get this big refund. Now it's fun. Way more fun. Now I'm a you know. cool. Now I'm the best tax preparer in Mendocino County. Yeah, I say everyone <laughs> Which needs I actually a good was tax preparer. <laughs> Were you really the best tax preparer in Mendocino County? In well, congratulations. Lake, uh, it was. The, how could you not have known that? On the Mendo Lake oh, I mean, had that. They had that big contest this year, and so people nominated you, and then you know I went on Facebook and said, here I am nominated, vote for me. And I got pretty much all I did. And yeah, I was voted number one. So I was pumped uh, to get the recognition, but a Pulitzer would be nice. <laughs> you know, like I'm a writer, like I really want to be noticed as an author. And that's where I light up. That's where my joy comes from. So working on those projects and just uh, settling into a very, easier two months right now. I'm going to slow it down. Uh, I believe it 100%. I have no doubt in my mind that you're on go time, and it's go time. It you is know, go time. I, I feel like that right now. Um, you know, I don't know if I talked about, but I'm working with space, uh, mm-hmm. doing the projections and flats for the play. So I'm, like, doing kind of set directing. And um, it has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of work. Uh, and uh, the play starts, I think, next weekend. And if anyone wants to go see it, The Little Mermaid. It's very cool. Oh, um, yeah. But so that's taken a lot of time. And it was at a deduced rate because I, I figured it was for the kids. And I was excited to do it because I've never done anything like this. Well, then. Brought you joy. Yeah, brought you joy. Yeah. Then it. Then I get a phone call from uh, Laurel Near saying that they want to interview me for the paper. So eventually, it could even be today, there's going to be a big front page article on me and my art and talking about all that stuff. And it, it's part, partially, right, just sticking to my game, go time. Like I'm focused. I'm making it happen. I got stacks of things. But it feels so good to have so many things to do. And get through them each day. It's so cool. I know that you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you're just hitting on all cylinders, it feels amazing. Well, I think this this lends to what we were speaking about last week is that when you start following your joy, the universe, it's almost like they take a hammer on your head and they're like, okay, you did it, you know? And now I'm going to put you here and I'm going to move this person over here and I'm going to open this door here. And I want to say that it's because our core thing, in our core, uh, how do I say it, being is joy, is love, is happiness, yeah. is, is lightness. And so when you are feeling those things with the work that you do, it's like double, like you know it because you know you're doing the right thing because it lights you up. You know you're on the right path because it lights you up, Right. Look it's at the you. best. You're so happy today. Absolutely <laughs> the best. It's, I mean, I I can't. St- 
stress it enough. It's just so wonderful when you get in that flow state. You know what I mean? And everything just falls into place. It's really amazing how things just line up. And sometimes you do something that is going to be not financially beneficial, but you say yes to it. And then that yes turns into this other cool thing. And then just say yes sometimes. You got to say yes sometimes. And particularly with service. I think when you're doing service, you know, for, for like, Whatever you're doing and it, it comes in where you're coming in with a little bit more than, you know, as far as like, I can do this for you and I can charge you less or I can, um, sorry for the, um, but it's like when you're doing service, you're tripling your amount of karmic um, openings, I feel like, because you're doing something for somebody else. I was a really roundabout way to say that, but yeah, service. Uh- I, can can you remember any times in your life where you did something out of service that it was the most a beneficial, but then also like like almost like took you from one path and switched you to another path? I mean, off the top of my head, I'm like no, but I've done a lot of service. You know, I've done a lot of oh no doubt uh, caring things, but. But I think the thing about service for me is how it makes me feel. Like, for instance, this is a random thing that just came in my mind, but I had a girl who was in a domestic violence situation, and her ex had taken all the kids as a deduction on her tax return, which she would have gotten a massive amount of money. She was the real had a household, but he went to a tax preparer who did it first. So she came oh. to my office, and she didn't have any money. She was literally living in a domestic violence. Someone brought her to me. And I did her taxes, and I did it with her deductions, and I guided her to drive down to the IRS and in person and tell them what happened and file it. And I heard she just got a $5,100 refund the other day. So I was like, see, it just lit me up to say it. And, of course, I didn't say it. I saw that. And I felt like, yeah, it lit me up because I knew that $5,000 to someone living in a domestic violence shelter is like getting a hundred thousand dollars, you know, and, and, and changing your life. And sometimes these women or men, I'm not generalizing, but, uh, they feel so despondent in those situations. I I've been there and you just don't know how you're going to live, where you're going to live. How am I going to take care of my kids? And then slowly I've watched, uh, this girl who brought her to me, just shout out Marissa, change her entire life by sobriety, getting out of a domestic violence situation and she has five, this other girl has five kids also. They have a lot of kids. Uh, but really watching her just go to school and blow up and just turn into the best version of herself. And so watching that and knowing there was a little part of the other, you know, part in there was like, it, it definitely lights me up. So the lightness is enough for me. To feel like I've helped another human is enough for me. Even with this podcast, when somebody says to me, thank you for talking about this, you know, then I'm like, I'm doing something great. I'm doing something for, for mankind, humankind. If we change one life, if we change one thought, if we change one person's direction in, in the smallest of ways, like service is everything really. It's how we live. It's how we get by. It is. I feel like, uh, in the, we're in a, a different kind of economy coming up here soon. We're going to be in like a value economy where it's like, the value that you bring, the service that you give changes the world. It's, it's like that's where we're, I feel like we're about to shift into this. And maybe it's already happening. Um, 
And those people that pivot and switch to like just pure service and bringing tons of value to the world are going to really benefit the most because they're going to, they're going to give and then they're going to receive. And I think that's uh, an amazing thing. I mean, we all have this thing inside of us. Um, We all have our gift for the world. We all have the gift of ourselves, our stories, our experiences, uh, our our work gifts that we can, you know, give. but, But we all have it. And so I would just encourage people to say, what is my gift for the world? It might be making a coloring book. It might be uh, going to a classroom and talking to kids. You don't know where you fit, but we all have it. Every single one of us has something inside of us to give each other. And I, I really love to explore that, and I think it softens us, you know, to, to know maybe my words will help someone. I think it softens us, even if we're all, if we're going through something ourselves, you know, that's hard. I mean, there's no surprise to me here. I've had the hardest year of my life from last June to this June. That that 12-month period was so intense, you know, interspersed with lots of fun times. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah, of course. Me, you know, I have a pretty, I have a pretty fun life. But but there was stuff that was so traumatic and so unable. Uh, I was so unable to talk about and. And now I feel like as I looked back on the 12 months and all the decisions I made and all the choices I made that led me to those, I feel this real sense of peace right now. And I am literally in a snippety, snip, snip, snip. I will not tolerate drama. I will not tolerate you going over my boundaries. And it's so easy. Whereas last year, I let people walk all over me. I didn't confront them when they did it. I didn't, you know, like I let it happen. I I still have a couple people I haven't confronted, but I'm in a much better position if I do happen to get there. So I just feel like uh, it's like you can find that peace, even if you have to go through hard times to get there. And I'm there. I feel very peaceful and and forgiving and cool. You know, like I don't need any more amends. I don't need to talk. You know, like it's all good. It's like we're clean. I love that. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean (laughs) – I really feel like, and I know that we've talked about this on the show before, but I'm I'm always, when I get to a really happy place, like I am right now, I'm super grateful for the crappy times. Because it's that contrast that gives me perspective, that gives me, like, immense joy. Because I know how crappy it feels on this side of the fence. Yeah, and yeah. now that I'm here, it's like, it's extreme bliss. And obviously, it's it's work. It's not always super easy, right? You know that. Like but every every single day just getting up and doing the best and being the best or attempting to do better than you did the day before, which is also a really beautiful thing. Uh is great. I feel like right now the the next thing for me because I feel like I'm at a really good place in my career. I'm a really good place with my creative projects. Uh I need to open my heart and allow people to be in my life. And that is a hard thing for me because I've been hurt and I don't want to feel that again. But uh, I feel like there's an importance of being open to what's next because you just don't know. And and to carry the burdens of, of, of what somebody else might have done to you or what jaded you in the past. And then I'm talking about love in that sense that, that I'm, you know, I, I, people 
I close people off. I, I, I know when I'm doing it. I know when I'm saying, eh, too close. Or, you know, like, and so I have to learn. My next learning, that's my next project, self-caffeine project, is to be more open to allowing people to be in my life, even in friendships. Like, I don't, I'm not really big on letting new friends in my life either because, oh, my God, do I want to get let them get to know me? Do I have to tell them my background? Do I have, you know, like all that stuff? So that'll be Kathy project number 17. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is you got to work on your vulnerability and yeah. you need to pivot to not to allow people to be in your life because you're going to come to this realization that everybody is different. And yep. the, the things that have happened in the past don't necessarily have to happen right now because each person comes at you with, uh, you know, I always find that it's easier to trust someone that you just met. You're like, Oh, I yeah. trust you. But you know, like sometimes you have these friends, you're like, I don't trust you. <laughs> well, Cause you know, you already know, you know, because you've already been dated. Like you're just like, uh, you know, whoa. Yeah. Uh, but no, I agree with that. And I think, um, you know, I'll always go back to it's not going to ever be a bad thing to let love into your life because uh, even if it doesn't turn out, even if there's a heartbreak, uh, it's part of it. It's part of how we grow. And I think I've finally come to a sense where I don't take it personal anymore what other people have done to me. I've gotten to a place where I'm like, this is this is them. This is what they do. You know, this is how they roll. And it's it's a projection of who they are and their reality instead of taking it personal that what they did or how they acted or what they said had to, anything to do with me. I, I'm more able to objectively go, wow, I'm really sorry that's happening for you. <laughs> and yes. snippity snip, I am not involved. My energetic field circle, that's Lauren Strangio would say is large. And uh, that's I that. great. I love that. Yeah. I love that too being able to disconnect from situations and just know that the person that's going through it is, is that's them. It's not you. You don't have to take it personally. And it's here for you. Yeah. Let me know how I can help. Yeah, but totally I'm here. not going to take it personal. And when I do start now to take it personal, I notice it. Kathy, you're personalizing this. Does this really have anything to do with you or is this what they are? going through and so when you can take like I had a situation last night where somebody called me and said I really want to react to this and I really want to do that you know and I'm like 24 hour rule do not respond I don't know where they're <laughs> at today but I was like I was like you've got to take the 24 hours because I mean you can write out a text message or an email and not send it and then you go back the next day and you're like oh my god thank god I didn't send that you know because it was a hundred percent I was taking personal and it had nothing to do with me. This is this is what their you know thing is. And so, I I gave them that advice. I said, twenty four hours, don't respond. Just let it sit. You're not going to solve the world problems in a day. So that's no. my best life cafe advice for the day. <laughs> that is amazing, and that, I think that piggybacks off of our last episode, which is let them right, like let them. Shout let out to them. my daughter who sat through her tattoo yesterday. Let them. And she called let, me up. She's all, did she get a tattoo that says let them? Yeah. Yeah, she called me up and wanted no me to come way. up there and get the same one with her. But I was so busy at work yesterday, I couldn't do it. But, yeah, she got let them. 
Wow. You know, her story isn't well known, but, but, but her story warrants let them because for her, that's a release of, I don't have to control this situation anymore. I don't have to be in it. Bye. I love it. <laughs> I love it too. Let's it it's such right, a my great friend. easy thing. Yes. Yeah, no it. it is. It's such a great easy thing and it again, I'll I'll piggyback off last does release you. It does help you let it go when you just say, "Oh, they let let them." Let them. So we will let 100%. that be a, another lesson, a, a reinforced lesson on the Best Life Cafe. That's right. I'm grateful That's for right. you for showing up with me this morning, and I'm grateful for all our listeners. Absolutely. Much love, many blessings, y'all. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for, for tuning in. Bye.